Backpacking is a pastime that gets us out into the wilderness for a little fun and physical activity. But that isn't all that it offers. Out on the trails, especially the longer ones, plenty of people make friends and enjoy the company of their fellow backpackers. It can be a wonderful time for bonding, sharing stories, and making lasting connections. Unfortunately, when you're out on the trails, not everyone that you meet is a good person. In fact, some of them are downright dangerous. My name is Brianne, and I'm the host and creator of Among the Dirt and Trees, a show where we explore true crime cases that occur out in nature. In today's episode, we're going to discuss murderer James L. Jordan, a man who violently attacked a group of backpackers on the Appalachian Trail, and two of his victims, Ronald Sanchez and Kirby Morrill. The Appalachian Trail is the longest hiking-only backpacking trail in the United States. Spanning 2,193.1 miles, this trail crosses 14 states and offers a completely unparalleled backpacking experience. Or so I hear. Every year, over 3 million people visit the trail, though not everyone follows the full path at once. Given its long length, it can be incredibly difficult to handle in its entirety, but that hasn't stopped countless individuals from making an attempt and succeeding. Plenty of people head out on the Appalachian Trail, and due to its length, a lot of them make friends along the way. After all, if you're planning to walk a couple thousand miles, it's always nice to have a little company. This case starts with a group of trail-made friends, people who met as strangers and ended up moving along the trail together for company. This was where everything went wrong. Ronald Sanchez was a 46-year-old army veteran. Having powered through three tours in Iraq as a combat engineer, he was ready to head out and see a little more of the country that he devoted so much of his time to protecting. The Appalachian Trail seemed like an adequate challenge, so he headed out with the intent to conquer the entire thing. Kirby Morrill was in her mid-twenties when she decided to temporarily leave behind her home in New Brunswick to try her luck out on the trails. Kirby and Ronald met along the way, quickly joining a group with a few other backpackers. For a while, everything was going just fine. This mobile group was exploring the trail and excited about the prospect of completing such a huge challenge. To date, more than 20,000 people have finished the entire trail, and that statistic actually includes people who have completed different sections at a time. According to the official Appalachian Trail website, only one in four backpackers actually manages to finish the trail in one single thru-hike. This group was committed to finishing the hike together, but then something happened. As you might expect, our group of hikers was not out on the trail alone. You might assume that this was true because of other hikers, and it was, but 
someone else was out there too. Rumors began to spread among hikers in the area that there was a man behaving strangely out on the trail. People actually seemed pretty worked up about it. The man was going by the name of Sovereign, and after heckling enough people, police were called in. This man was picked up by police, but they actually ended up letting him go. Sovereign returned to the Appalachian Trail, and this was when he ran into his victims. Though he went by the name of Sovereign, his real name was James Jordan, and he was incredibly disturbed. A little while after he returned to the trail, James Jordan made his way to the camp that was being shared by Ronald, Kirby, and their fellow backpackers. Immediately, he began making threats, telling the backpackers that he was going to kill them. According to Kirby, he went so far as to tell them why they deserved to die. As you can imagine, this made everyone pretty uncomfortable. No one wanted to deal with Jordan and his bizarre outbursts, and I think we can all see why. So the group decided that it was time to just move on. Ronald and Kirby's companions weren't wasting any time. They quickly packed up and left. While Ronald and Kirby were alone, James Jordan decided to attack. He pulled out a knife and immediately stabbed Ronald. Kirby watched on in horror as Ronald dropped, and then she made a run for it, hoping to save herself and get some help. Unfortunately, Jordan was able to bridge the gap between them, and he quickly caught up with her. He proceeded to stab Kirby repeatedly in the face, the torso, and several other places. As he was attacking, Kirby pretended to be dead, hoping to deter him. Then, he just seemed to disappear. Kirby was bleeding profusely and severely injured. She rightfully feared that she might die on the trail, but with Jordan gone, she knew that she needed to fight for her survival. With multiple stab wounds, she walked six full miles a trip which took over three hours just to get to the next camp so she could get help. When she arrived, she was immediately rushed to the hospital where she was treated. The police returned to the scene of the crime to rescue Ronald and to capture Jordan, but it was too late. Ronald died from his injuries. Not far away, Jordan was there with him, and he was covered in blood. Kirby was lucky enough to escape with her life, but Ronald wasn't. James Jordan's actions were disturbing and violent, and there was someone who could testify that it was, in fact, Jordan that attacked them. The case seemed like a slam dunk, but it actually wasn't that easy. When the case went to trial, the defense was adamant that James Jordan could not rightfully be charged, and... It actually worked. After a psychiatric evaluation, doctors informed the courts that James Jordan had two major mental health concerns. The first 
with schizoaffective disorder, a condition that is a combination of schizophrenia and a mood disorder. Common symptoms include mania, delusions, and hallucinations. James Jordan also demonstrated acute psychotic symptoms that rendered him incapable of truly grasping the severity of his actions. In the end, he was found not guilty by reason of insanity. But don't worry. As a result of this development, James Jordan has been sentenced indefinitely to a mental health facility where he will remain until the courts believe that he is no longer a risk. But if you ask Ronald's family or Kirby, that risk will always be present. Ronald survived so much, only to be struck down by a stranger out in the woods, leaving behind family and friends who will miss him every single day. Kirby now lives a life where she is constantly looked at because of the scars that her attacker left behind. But she has made it clear that her story is still being written. Despite her nightmarish ordeal, Kirby announced that she fully intends to go back and finish the Appalachian Trail. Following physical therapy and with the help of friends, she actually managed to reach the final summit, but she did end up cutting out a bunch of the middle of the trail. Online, she expressed interest in finishing the full trail in 2020, but we all know how 2020 went for everybody. I'm not sure if Kirby has managed to go back to the trail and finish it, but I hope that if she does, she has a much better experience this time. Regardless, Ronald Sanchez will be missed. For me, this story just hits hard in so many different ways. You have these people who are pushing for a once-in-a-lifetime experience only to have it end in this horrible tragedy. You have a career army vet who survived countless dangers only to run into one when he least expected it. You have Kirby, a person faced with impossible circumstances that showed incredible bravery and has continued to show time and time again that she will not stop pushing forward to enjoy her life, no matter what that life throws at her. There is so much strength, beauty, and sorrow in this story. And there's a sort of lack of closure with it, too. Kirby described watching James Jordan transform from a confused man to a wild animal, and she has stated that she is still haunted by the look in his eyes when he first began to chase her. Obviously, we know that James Jordan has mental health problems, and he is now reportedly medicated correctly for the first time in his life, with medication and therapy that he will need for the rest of his life to avoid any kind of incident. But how do you separate that? How do you separate a violent murderer from a sick man? I honestly don't know. But I hope that Ronald's friends and family can find closure somehow. And I really hope that Kirby never loses that grit or her adventurous spirit. 
So if you want to talk backpacking, true crime, or self-defense, you can contact me on Twitter or Instagram using the tag at datpod. Thanks, guys.